Well, hey guys, welcome to the episode of Conversations. I'm super excited to jump into this week's topic. Today, we're going to be hitting three areas, and this is why you should watch this whole video. Number one, how to turn your entrepreneurial dreams into actual actions. And two, tips for building a successful business and why delegating is the basis of effective leadership. Those are really the three topics we're going to hit in today's shorter episode, really wanna hit into some key ideas, how to really get to the big idea of why you should start a business, how to start a business, even questions to process. So if you are watching this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching this. If you can, make sure to subscribe, notify, hit the notification bell. We're gonna be creating videos every single week as we always do, really for your entrepreneurial journey, your spiritual journey, really just your leadership, holistic journey. My name is Josh. I've had really an experience in both the church and in the business world, been in the business world for almost 10 years, building business, being an advisor for businesses, and even and even being a creative director in some businesses as I am now being a business strategist and helping really the creative vision of companies come alive in the church space, been a leader inside the church really since I've been 15, got saved and been following Jesus since I was 15, really following just the way of Jesus and, and being around really great leaders and learning how to lead in the, the church all the way really to understanding how to pastor people. And a lot of this podcast is truly about that, how to, how to deal with people, the, the real people, not just the idea of online ministry or, or just interacting with your fans, but truly getting to the point of, man, this, this all is about people regardless if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a pastor, if you're 15 and are a football player, it's all about people. So jumping into some questions really to help you understand, like if you want to be an entrepreneur, how, how do we get, how do we get there, right? Like the, I feel like there's a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of audio podcasts about the, the concept of entrepreneurship. And we're going to hit some just general thoughts towards the end, but right here, like what do you love doing and how can it help others? And that's really a great place to start. Like, man, what do you love doing? There's a lot of entrepreneurs that create content about really chasing the bag or chasing success or wealth and all that stuff. And again, all those things are great, but all those things I believe are a byproduct of understanding, man, what was I created on earth to do? And usually that's an indication of, man, this is supposed to be my lifelong journey of discovering that and helping other people through that journey. So when I was 21, I wrote a book called What's the Point? And I'm not, I'm not plugging that book in, but if you haven't read it, it's just Amazon, uh, what's the point or what's your point or whatever. And the, the synopsis is you can truly turn a passion into a platform as simple as that. And in, in the midst of that, you discover your purpose, right? Like you can truly find something that you're passionate about, especially in 2023, going to 2024, you can make money doing anything. And, and again, money is not the goal. We'll talk about that later, but you as a person, you need to figure out, man, what fills my cup? What do I get excited about? Not temporarily, like every two weeks, you have a different passion. But these are true things that point back to, man, this is my purpose. And usually that indicates, man, what makes me angry? What makes me sad? What makes me frustrated? What can I read a thousand books of? What topic when I don't get bored? Or what do I watch on YouTube? for fun, just as leisure time, the things that make me excited and happy, usually that's indicating the vertical or the topic that truly you are designed, again, but in my notes, it says to help others. How can it help others? Not you, not serve you, not serve your future, but how can it truly serve somebody else? I believe that is 
the first question you need to answer as an entrepreneur or future entrepreneur. Number two, the question is, imagine you are already have a business. What does it look like and how does it function? So as a leader, as an entrepreneur, you need to have vision. Yes, for people if you, in your current organization, but for the future. Like, man, what does my business look like? So let's just say hypothetically, you're starting a coffee shop. Okay, so close your eyes. What does that coffee shop look like when somebody walks in, when somebody parks at your coffee shop? How do they feel? How do they feel walking in? Do they feel scared because everyone's going to, it's so quiet in the coffee shop, everyone's going to look at them? Or when they walk in, it's going to be loud hip hop music. So they're overwhelmed and they can't sit and study. Is the Wi Fi dialed in so somebody can connect to Wi Fi and work and sit there for a long time? Do you want people to sit there for 30 minutes because it's such a busy trafficked area? Do you need a drive through? Do you, should you not have a drive through? What are the colors of the walls? Are the walls brick or are they clay? Like, are they what? And again, vision leaks. So that concept, that everything that you're imagining and what are your employees wearing? Well, how are they talking to customers? What do the customers look like? What city are you in? Is it raining? Get as detailed as you can about what your business looks like. And vision leaks. When you understand what it looks like and where you're, aim, where you're aiming towards, people start to understand that vision and see that picture that you're trying to paint. But that will never happen unless you yourself sit aside time to think about this, to envision what that business looks like. So imagine you already have a business. What does it look like and how does it function? Last question here, describe the rules of your perfect business and do they match your values? So we just imagine what your business looks like, what you're doing, and now we got to think about, okay, the practical side of this business, does it represent my internal values? Because most of the time, the things that will actually lead to success and longevity, by the way, it's not really cool to start something. It's really cool to keep something, especially in the business world. But if it, does, the, does your perfect business, again, your business won't be perfect, but think of it as that, does it represent your core values? Because your core values as an entrepreneur should always represent the business side. Like, does your business represent you as a person? You can apply this in the church context. I always say this, the church will always look like the lead pastor. And you might say, Josh, well, you don't understand. No, literally the core values of that pastor, not what they communicate out of their mouth, but what their heart and their brain and their logic, what they're practically doing, who they are anyways, is being reproduced in the culture of their church. It's just the way this works. Whoever is leading the organization, the, the organization will always represent that person's values. Again, not just what they communicate, but truly who they are. John Maxwell, right? You teach what you know, but you reproduce who you are. Yes, I believe that, that is a, that's a principle and that's something that we can always strive for. But the reality is leadership, business, church, it's a mirror. Everything you're seeing wrong in your organization, again, it's usually an indication that that's something that is wrong within you. That's not saying you're a bad person. That's not saying you're, you're failing. That's not true at all. What I'm saying is your organization, your entrepreneur journey will always represent your values as a person. So when you're thinking of, man, should I start a business? Do I want to be an entrepreneur? You got to think about that. You got to think about that business that you might want to start, but your current values don't align with that future business. Sounds like we need to have some heart surgery, not literal, but discovering, man, these are some serious weaknesses that I need to work on as I continue to build my business. So those are three questions that I think will help you jump to the beginning phases of this entrepreneurship journey. And again, you'll never have it figured out. 
Don't trust any person who says they do because they don't. Nobody does. We're all on the journey. We're all self-discovering, usually through ourselves or spouses or somebody in our company. Again, leadership's a mirror. Everything we do, it's going to point back to us, our insecurities, our idiosyncrasies, the things that we, we see that nobody else sees, it will come out within your business. So I'm just trying to help you out. So jumping into some things to consider if you're starting a company, we're going to go into looks like six different things that I believe you should consider before starting a company. One, improve your approach or leave your goal if it's not. So you're building your business, you're building that idea. Maybe you're, again, we're going back to that coffee shop, like you're starting a coffee shop. So you got to improve your approach or leave your goal if it's not working. We got to be willing to leave goals because goals are not the final expression of what we're trying to create. Goals are just things that help us get to A to B. The problem is, or the good thing anyways, is you got to go to Z. Like, but we can't go to C, we don't go through B, but you need to be flexible and not married to methods. You cannot be married to methods or specifically just goals. Like goals are great. I always, I always say habits speak louder than goals, okay? When, you're, when you have goals or ambitions, all those things are healthy. I don't think those are bad inherently, but the concept of goal versus habit, you see that really habits are what creates your future. Goals are not. Goals are what fuels your future, what can fuel somebody else's if they can get to an attainable goal that's reachable and celebrate that goal. That's super important, but you need to expect success if you reform and develop your ideas. So on the journey of goals, we got to be willing to work with our goals. We got to be willing to adjust our goals. We got to pivot fast as an entrepreneur. Being able to see something not working and pivot is usually an indication of your longevity and success. So Improve your approach constantly, constantly, every single day. Be looking at what you guys are doing as a team, looking at the indication of health, and you need to define what those indicators are. Cannot do that for you, maybe in another episode of conversations. But as of right now, whatever those health indicators are for you, those KPIs, those key performance indicators, being able to shape those and aim towards those and being able to pivot is going to be a huge indication of your success. Number two, listen to your audience. They are some of the best advisors. So that's, that's insinuating you already have an audience because I've said this often, if you try to reach everyone, you will reach no one. That's marketing 101. We have to have a specific person. No, this does not mean discriminate. No, this does not mean be the person who's just judging others. Be the person who can think about, man, again, how can this specific thing that I'm passionate about serve somebody else and help somebody else, okay? So when you're thinking about the success and evolution of that other person, being able to listen to them, because again, you don't know if it's going to help them if you don't talk to them, if you're not working around them, if you're not sitting and listening to those people. That is the worst type of person, by the way, the person who is not listening and in a part of a community that they're trying to fix. You can't fix anybody, even if you have the best concept on the planet. What you can do is offer and submit whatever you have created to a person and they're willing, that's sales. They can say yes or no. You can have the best sales approach. You can have the best sales tactics or you can listen to all those sales call trainings you want. But at the end of the day, it's down to does this person say yes or no? And that's usually because we've listened to them, we've heard them out, and we've provided a true solution to a problem. We're truly at the end of the day you can say it with full confidence and 100% truth. I am serving this person wholeheartedly. 
I'm helping them progress as a human because of this. When you do that, when you listen to that person, listen to your audience, I promise you there will be health in your organization, health in your business, or whatever product or service you're trying to produce and create as a business. Always listen. Be ready to create plans B, C, D, E, and F. Like I said, you got yes, you got plan A and being an entrepreneur, again, this is different when then you're like 30 years aligned and you're building and you already have 100 plus employees. I get that. But at the end of the day, first couple of years of entrepreneurship is so hard and being able to pivot is going to be your success. I started making just social media graphics and somebody saw it and was like, hey, really love how you create social media posts. We will we'll pay you to run our social media. I didn't have a camera. I didn't know how to edit on Lightroom. I didn't know how to do anything. This was like 2017, right at the beginning phase of high quality content on Instagram. What did I do? I, I just pivoted. I was okay. So listening to my audience, I knew that there were small business owners in Omaha, Nebraska who did not have content. I didn't think of it as a business at the time. I thought of it as helping people around my church and around my friend group really build their businesses by having great content within that journey. There was plan B, plan C, plan D, whatever. Through that journey of people creating, again, I'm creating content, I'm doing my thing, I'm providing solutions for people, I'm building other people, building their business, and they go, hey, can you create, a, can you create websites? Yeah, absolutely. I wasn't lying. I had the idea of it. I just learned how to do it and I figured it out. So being able to create a plan and not just be married to plans, but be willing to be flexible within that plan is going to be a major indicator of Success. Next, make your yes be yes and your no be no. Make your yes be yes and your no be no, which means whatever you commit to, commit to it. Stand firm by it. Get it in writing. You need to sign it. The other person needs to sign it. Never do anything not in writing. It does not matter. I promise you, as somebody who's been in this and been in business, been burned really bad, get it in writing. And again, Outside of just business, this is basic humanity and basic leadership. Your no will be more powerful than your yes. So be confident in your yeses. You should say no more than you say yes, by the way. That includes, it might sound like a great opportunity. One, are you praying about it? Are you listening to God? That side of it. And the other side of it, you can always tell in your gut. It's like, this, is, this guy's going to be a bad client. This person's going to be a bad person to work with. This is a bad hire. Allow your no to be no and stand firm it and move on. It's not, honestly, it's helping them. It's serving that other person as well because you trying to squeeze out an extra 150 bucks, although there are times where that needs to happen, being able to trust that, hey, I feel like God is telling me this is not a good idea. I'm gonna say no to it. That's being obedient. And if you're listening to this, you're not, not a Christian, it's in you regardless. Like you, you have this sentiment inside your soul, whether you know it or not, that is telling you yes or no. That is God. That is the Holy Spirit telling you, even when you don't listen to him, you can feel the stomach little twist and you're going, man, I, I don't think I should be doing this. That's conviction. Listen to it. So it's impossible to please everyone. Last point here. And then we'll go into some just general thoughts. It's impossible to please everyone. Stop trying to please everyone. You, are, you cannot be an entrepreneur, a business owner, uh, even a church leader. If your responsibility or mandate in, internally is I'm going to please everybody. When you try to please everybody, you're going to make everyone mad and you yourself are not going to last. I'll just say that. Because what that does is it creates this success indicator of I'm successful when other people are pleased by my work. As a creative, as a creator, you yourself cannot live that way. You need to be okay with your product, your service, whatever you are creating. 
when you are okay with it at the end of the day, it's not about the other person. I just saw a post. I forgot who it was. If I find it, I'll put it in this video. But at the end of the day, the crowd is the last person you're thinking of. Yes, we are, we are always thinking about the person. We're giving them a voice. But if you yourself feel 100% assurance, I'm supposed to serve this person and helping them see that is sales, helping them see the health of this, helping them see why this is providing a solution to something. Because people buy with their gut, not with their brain. So people are going to buy with their gut, just like you, what I just talked about, that, that obedience thing, that thing in your gut that regardless of your beliefs you have, you cannot live with approval or rejection. So if you live for approval, you're going to die by rejection, not literally, but figuratively, and your business will fail because you're constantly trying to serve everybody. You can't serve everybody, but you can serve somebody. So just some general thoughts here, and then we'll wrap up. Again, thank you so much for 2023. It's been an incredible year. So thankful for each and every one of you. It's been such a fun year. We're in 55 plus states. Thousands of you are listening to this, and I truly believe that if you apply what we're talking through here with guests or even just the solo pods, you will grow. So last thought, success is what makes you happy, not what brings you money. So if you want to be happy and you want to be content and have a have joy at the end of the day when you are 90 years old, laying in bed, and you're thinking about, man, what did I just do the last 89 years of my life? It's not going to be based on money because you can't take money with you. You can't take money with you to heaven. It's not going to be there. You, what you can do is take the impact you made on humanity. And at the end of the day, that's why we're here. We're here to bring impact. We're here to help other people evolve and grow as humans, whatever journey, whatever sphere or vertical you are in. That is your responsibility. That is your mandate. So success is what makes you happy and what makes others happy. And don't get so twisted on the word happy. It's okay to be happy. It's okay to have joy in your heart. It's great. The more people you try to please, the less impact you have. Again, can't please everybody. You want to have impact? Stop worrying about pleasing others and just be okay with this is what I'm supposed to be doing regardless of what other people believe in me or not. Third, aiming big doesn't work when the target is wrong. Like I said, you need a process. You need to think about what you're doing. You need to be able to pivot quick. But at the end of the day, the target you are going for, whatever that is in your life, you need to be completely confident that that is what you're aiming towards. So at the end of the day, you can't move that target, by the way. Just because you're doing the wrong thing and you're not winning, then somehow the target moves and you feel like you're winning. That's not good. That's not that's that's not progressing and, and evolving as a, as a leader and as an entrepreneur. Persistence is effective when coupled with flexibility and creativity. So the two indicators of a really great leader is persistence and perseverance. So a person who can persevere, who can fight through, but at the end of the day, they're consistent. Consistency always wins. But again, you need to be flexible and creative. Creative maybe with the way you allocate your funds, creative with the, the things you're creating within your business, and flexible, being okay with, hey, this might not be it. That's okay. I'm not married to it. Intentions are excellent, but don't bring results unless you execute them. Intentions are great. I love intentions. Mean nothing to uh, a result-driven organization, which is every organization in humanity. Result might not look like dollar signs, by the way. It, in success, you need to figure that out with your KPIs, like I said. But intentions are excellent, but don't bring results unless you actually implement them and persevere and be persistent, like I just said. We don't, we don't care about intentions. We don't even care about the, the idea phase. Yes, processing and holding vision is way different than just having ideas. 
like I was talking to a friend this morning, vision without implementation is hallucination. You are simply hallucinating if you think you're progressing without implementation. All these ideas in your head need to be down on paper and moving forward and helping other people grow in their walk with Jesus, maybe their walk with one another. And again, maybe it's as simple as a coffee shop. That's great. Make it the best it possibly can and start implementing. What can you do today to create that business? Whatever you can do, whatever is in your control, you have every right to take it and move it forward. So don't focus on intentions, focus on execution. You are more likely to succeed if you carry out a single imperfect project rather than continually refining dozens of, ide- of ideas without implementing them. So succeed, success, success is this, carrying out a single purpose, a vision, and taking it from a vision to a mission. Vision is what you see with your eyes closed. Mission is what you see with your eyes open. It's where you're going. It's what we're doing. How are we practi- practically executing the thing that we're all agreed upon doing? If you're more, you are more likely to succeed, like I said, if you carry out a single, it doesn't have to be perfect. Just get per- 1% better. Every day you can get better as a company and as an individual. Remember, last three thoughts here. Remember, even stars fall from the sky. Even stars fall from the sky. Even the best of the best, even the, the pinnacle leaders, the, the top of the line. And we see this in the church and outside of the church, by the way. Stars fall from the sky. There might be, again, there's highs, highs, and lows, lows within this, within this world. We understand that. But at the end of the day, it's really hard to fall on your face if you're already low. It's really hard. And that was from Louis Giglio, by the way, not me. But it's so hard to fall on your face if you're already low. You need to get low. You need to serve. You need to have humility. You need to have confidence and execution. When you tailor your company to the chosen ones, your business aims to be noted rather than helpful. So this is when you're thinking about the top, top 1%, those billionaires that you're trying to sell to, or those celebrities you're trying to reach for Jesus. Don't get me started on that today. But at the end of the day, if you're just trying to aim for those chosen ones, quote unquote, your business aims to be noted rather than helpful. You want to be noted. You want to be celebrated more than helpful. You want to be celebrated more than serve. That's not good. That's not getting low. That's what happens when you see somebody fall. And that can mean a lot of different things. But somebody falls because they are not getting low. They're trying to be, they're trying to be noted. They're trying to be seen in a, in a proper conference or a community or, or with somebody else. They're trying to be seen, not helpful. We want to be helpful. We want to serve others. We want to have humility and, and positivity in this world. Last thing, delegate, but do not abandon. You as an entrepreneur, it's going to be impossible for you to get the things done that you want to do if you don't bring other people along the journey. I've always said delegate, don't dump. You don't want to dump things on people, but you truly do need to be able to delegate, allow them to execute it, allow them to get through the finish line, and then think about the results. Let's process the results. Maybe you gave them the sales team and there's three of them and they did 100 phone calls a day. There's 300 phone calls and there was three sales. Cool. That's much better than you sitting on every single phone call of every single person and giving feedback every single time. By that time, you're probably going to get 20 phone calls done and zero sales. At the end of the day, teach through results. They already know they're doing a bad job. You don't have to tell them a thousand times. They get it. Help champion somebody. Help lead them to whatever they're trying to do. So I hope that some of these thoughts truly helped you. At the end of the day, we're all trying to get a little bit better. At the end of the day, we have, we, none of us have it all figured out. These are just some observations that I believe will truly help you on this entrepreneurship journey because it's not the easiest thing in the world. 
It truly is a hard, hard thing that you are signing up for, but it is worth it. And don't allow the the external factors, people, your mentality to stop you from truly creating the future you want and you feel like God is telling you to do. You got to do it. You got to be obedient. So at the end of the day, that's the only thing that we can truly say I'm being successful is when I'm being obedient. Thank you so much for listening to this or watching this on YouTube. Thank you again. We'll see you next